0: Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. And with me is Judge John Hodgman from Brooklyn, New York City.
1: Yeah, that's where I am. I am also like you, Jesse Thorne, in the past, like all podcasts, we record these a little bit ahead of time. And so we are recording this the week before Election Day. We do not know the outcome of the election, certainly in the past, and maybe there in the future when you're listening to this, you still don't know. I hope you do, though. But since the future is uncertain, uh, we thought maybe this would be a good time to break the settled law the nostalgia is a toxic impulse and take comfortable refuge in the past with one of our most beloved episodes.
0: This is the one where when people ask me for an example of what Judge John Hodgman is, this story is the story I tell them. It's the Bat Brothers. <laughs> From 2012, eight years ago, eight years these brothers have been pinging around inside my mind.
1: Yeah, Adam and Noah share a home that they bought together out of foreclosure. (laughs) And the problem is that it's invested with bats. And Adam and Noah have very different ideas of how to deal with the bats.
0: I have to say, John, in retrospect, the, the element of this amazing tale that sticks with me the most, the one that comes back to me more often than any other, has nothing to do with bats flying into bathrooms. It's merely that as a a resident of a large coastal city where homes cost $1.5 million, Mm -hmm. I often think of the Bat Brothers buying a giant house to save money. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So enjoy this trip
1: into the past. This is going all the way back to 2012. As Jennifer Marmer pointed out, pre-mustache logo, Judge John Hodgman, the old stuff. A wonderful vintage episode of Judge John Hodgman that should, I hope, bring you pleasure no matter how you're feeling right now. You in the future. So without further ado, let's get to the courtroom.
0: Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week's case, Der House. Noah and his brother Adam got a deal on a house in foreclosure, and now they live there together while they're slowly fixing it up. The issue is that the house is infested with bats that slip through the cracks in the bathroom walls. Noah is disturbed by the bats' presence, I can't imagine why, and prefers to avoid them at all costs by shutting them into the bathroom. Adam thinks Noah is being a wimp and should confront the bats head on. How should they deal with their flying mammal problem? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom.
1: justice. justice. Bat justice. Uh, Jesse, would you please just check and make sure the courtroom is free from bats and snakes? I'm not going to check. Okay, swear them in, but I'm going to continue to wear my helmet. What do
0: you think I am, the bailiff? <laughs> please stand and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? Mostly. Yes. Yes. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he himself has been known as a creature of the night? Oh, even more so. Sure. Very well, Judge Hodgman.
1: Okay, you are both brothers, Noah and Adam. Noah is the plaintiff bringing the case. Noah, are you the older or younger brother, please? The older. You are the older brother, yes, and you, sir. and you two live together in a house that was foreclosed, and there is a problem with bats, Noah. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell me more about the problem with bats?
2: Uh, well, the fact that they're here is probably the biggest problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't be in a house. <laughs> All right, let me, They should uh, be in a cave. <laughs> uh,
1: l- let me get a little bit more information of the house. Is, uh, is your house a house that is built upside down, hanging under the bridge in Austin, Texas, the large, largest urban bat colony in the world?
2: No, but I do know April 1st is going to be very interesting for them.
1: Why is that? Because they're, they're, uh, they're known in some cultures, in, in Native American cultures, as a trickster god?
2: No, more about the Today in Ragnarok uh, entry where the bats are going to be screaming, nesting, in visitors' hair begging for asylum. Oh. That part's a little worrisome.
1: You are making reference to my book, That Is All.
2: I have to, yes. Is this
1: Noah speaking now? Yes. All right, I reject your pandering. <clears throat> Yeah. Mark him down. Mark him down. One on the justice scale. That's down. Minus one for you. Pandering. That's fine. I'll
2: I'll accept it. Is that an actual
3: scale?
1: It, it is. It's the scales of justice. All
3: right.
1: All right. Take take one off for uh, for the other brother too. Noah. <laughs> no, for Adam. Take one off for Adam. One, one. It's a scale of justice, and, and it's piled high with bats on both sides. <laughs> And as, you, and as you offend me, I will take a bat away, and the, and, 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 uh, and the, other, the other party will uh, be closer to justice. This is how it was done in colonial times by witches, in witch court. Now listen to me. Tell me more about the house. It is not on the underside of a bridge in Austin, Texas. Where is it located? Uh, in Paola, Kansas. Okay, and it's a house that was foreclosed. Several and-
2: times, as far as I understand
1: Okay, and uh, and and describe the house to me. Uh,
2: a small two-story house with uh, well holes where there shouldn't be. Uh, my, mainly, this bathroom area is an unfinished room where that we have uh, kind of insulation nailed up and things. But it's a lot of wind, and things have access to that area.
1: And is it your belief that the bats are living inside the house or just coming inside the house?
2: I hear them in the walls. So okay. I'm thinking that they
1: or at least here most of the time. And you two are brothers, is that correct? Yes. And are you ghost hunters? <laughs>
2: no, we okay. haven't had ghosts yet. So okay, I so think we're okay.
1: Describe to me the reality television show that you are shooting where the two brothers uh, buy up foreclosed bat-infested homes and live in there together? What show is that? Is that on HGTV? Is that Bat Brothers? Is that you? Um, not yet, but it sounds like a good pitch. Okay. Why are you doing this to yourselves? Why are you living together in a bat-infested home? It was cheap. Are you from Kansas originally?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, I had been overseas for a bit, and they had uh, my brother and parents had bought this house, and when I came back, I've, I've kind of moved in. Although I guess the bats were here first, so maybe it, I'm the problem.
1: And how much did this depressing haunted home with holes in the walls and, and bats all over the place cost you?
3: 27000
1: $27,000. Well, it's not, not bad. I don't know the Kansas haunted house real estate market particularly well, but that's a pretty good deal, huh? Yeah. Once you get rid of all the bats in this house and, uh, and replace it uh, with snakes, you're going to flip it. And how much will you sell it for?
2: Uh, this is mostly just a living-in house. We okay. just took advantage of pre-flippers, if Okay,
1: that's the term. I gotcha. Describe to me what it is like for you, Noah, when you are in the bathroom and a bat comes in.
2: Uh, if you've seen the evidence, the pictures that I uh, sent you, it's pretty much uh, fear-inducing and a lot of shrieking like a girl and running out of the room.
1: Well, I, you did send in evidence, photographs of the bathroom. I have yes. a feeling that this is doctored evidence, because there's a picture of... Is that you? Yes,
2: I had one that was not doctored and one that was, okay. just so you could compare.
1: First of all, it is never necessary for anyone to send me photographs of themselves sitting down in a bathroom. Let's <laughs> just put that down. Take a bat off the scale for him. Okay, second of all, you are staring at a doctored photograph of a gigantic bat with the head of the famous Weekly World News bat boy on it. That is not the problem, right? That is not real.
2: my emotional reaction to the situation. Okay,
1: take another bat off for doctoring photographs. It's not looking good for you, Noah. Oh well. Okay, so I do, but I mean, I do see these pictures of the bathroom, and um, they are terrifying, but not because of bats. This is a grim scene. What we have here is uh, it, it, it. It looks like a cabin made out of old boards with a. Uh, uh, a fiberglass insulation roof, some pieces of drywall haphazardly stacked against one another to form a shower, a shower curtain which, as far as I can tell, is a navy blue towel clamped to something, and then you have uh, your your. Uh, and I don't think there's a single right angle in this photograph. Everything it's like a weird, gross lean-to that you're in. It's a terror downer, is it not?
2: It was at one point. It's it's slowly being resurrected.
1: Oh, so you are you are renovating it?
2: Yes, as money and things um, come in. We're both students at the moment and not working, so it it's kind of that's why we haven't paid money to exercise the house of the bat problem.
1: What are you studying, Noah? Uh, instructional design and technology. Okay, that's meaningless. Adam, what are you studying? Yes. Respiratory therapy. Respiratory therapy. Yeah. Okay, so you're helping people in the world. And you're the, you're, t- and you're the tough brother, obviously. Noah, when you're yes. in there sitting down in the bathroom, tell me about a bat coming in. A real experience.
2: Yes, this, this was why I took it from that angle, just um, because that's what I was looking at. Where the bat is at is approximately where it came out through the wall. Okay, at the top have, there.
1: I have a picture here of the corner, the top corner uh, above the shower where there is clearly a bat hole between the top of the wall and the piece of pink fiberglass that you are using as your roof right now.
2: Yes, that's Mm -hmm. where it had come out. And I was, um, well, occupied at the moment when it did. And like I
1: had mentioned the whole screaming and running part, but you know. So tell me again, the bat starts coming out. What color is the bat?
2: Uh, It was at least a darkish brown to black. I, I couldn't, I would say a very dark brown, probably.
1: So it was not a, a, a golden, a, a giant golden uh, head fox bat?
2: With the Weekly World News head? No. It okay. was, that was just one that I'd found on a very quick Google image search.
1: And so when it crawled out, what did it do next? Uh, it came straight from my face. Did it look around and say, oh my God, it's gross in here. Goodbye.
2: No, I think they were part of the renovation problem, so yeah, I uh, they
1: think they're used to it. So it came straight at your face? Really? Well, that was kind of a,
2: if you see the picture, it was pretty much just a straight, that was just the first straight path for it to
1: come at. I don't, want to, really talk about the, I don't want to talk about the picture anymore because we've established that the picture is phony, okay? Yeah, I mean, where I'm sitting. You, re- might as well, you might as well have sent in a Thomas Nast engraving of a bat attacking <laughs> a guy. I don't care. I want you to draw me a word picture that is accurate and not word photoshopped. Do you understand? Starting now, yes. bat comes out. Describe it to yep. me narratively.
2: Okay, it was a smallish bat, probably about. Start the size by saying of my it was best.
1: a. No, you don't know how. I'm a professional writer. Listen to me. Start okay. by saying it was a dark and stormy night.
2: Yes, it was a dark and stormy night. Okay, it wasn't actually, but yes, the bat crawled out. It was probably. It was after dusk. Probably when they were out feeding and moving around, and I may have become lost trying to get out of the attic to go eat mosquitoes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I heard the rustling in the wall area that goes from the basement up through that shower, mm-hmm. and then I it emerged from that area and flew straight towards me. It then kind of just bounced around in that area until I was able to kind of jump out and run for the living room.
1: Did it Bang! Its gross, mousy, greasy body against your face. It did not Did it make any contact with way. you whatsoever. No. All right. And what? And what sound did you make as this was happening? I don't
2: know. I think it's like the Confederate yell, the where you can't really make it unless you're in that situation. But right. I imagine it was very high pitched and not very manly.
1: Okay. Let's do it this way. I'm a bat. You make the sound. <laughs> the sound of my wings eek. what are you a bat too no that was the kind of eek that would come out come it on was a very girlish. No. take another bat off the scale don't photoshop it just do it. What, did it what do you sound like when you scream we need to we need to uh, get a sense of this
2: i don't scream enough to really be able to tell you what it was like it's for like whoa
1: okay And yeah all right so you weren't that scared adam Describe to me the bat problem you have in your house. Are there a lot of bats, or is this a one-time occurrence?
3: Approximately every three months, one comes out until I kill it.
0: What?
1: (laughs) Okay. One comes out every three months until you kill it. Every three months, a bat emerges from the bathroom.
3: No, uh, I've had them come out through my room. Basically, this, this house was originally built in around 1890, and then the people that added on to it just kind of put rooms in places. One of my closets used to be the exterior, uh-huh. so so like there's siding inside the closet. It's you know a hodgepodge house, basically.
1: What's that and supposed to mean, sir?
3: Like if you took two or three different houses and kind of put them together.
1: Oh, a hodgepodge house? Yeah. Three bats off. Take three bats. It's offensive. What? what? Oh. Yeah. Offensive. It. Yeah.
3: Okay. Anyways. All right. All
1: right. So, the so a, it's basically areas. it's the Winchester Mystery House that you're living in. A bunch of different rooms added onto one another. There's, there's no code observed when building it. Doubtful.
0: Okay. Let's take a quick break from this classic episode of Judge John Hodgman.
1: Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating.
3: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app.
0: And at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to a classic episode of Judge John Hodgman. Let's go back into our time machine in 2012.
1: And so bats will emerge from any place... Once every three months or so, and then describe to me, what, how do, you, what do you do? How do you, how do you take care of these things?
3: Uh, like the first time it happened, I was asleep, and then I noticed a bat coming at me. So I laid there trying to figure out if I was still asleep, and then I got up and got a book and hit it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: that's basically variations of that have happened. sometimes basically any flat aerodynamic object becomes a cudgel
1: and and when you say the bat was coming at you like was it well, was it crawling up your chest or was it no, fla- fluttering just, around
3: it just flew near enough to me to startle me
1: did it look like it was freaking out and was trying to get out or did it look like it was coming at you
3: no i think they're trying to get out and mm-hmm. i've actually a couple times tried to you know usher them out but they don't cooperate so eventually since i don't want rabies i end up you know killing them
1: well, right. I mean, that's an, that's an important thing, right? Because bats are vectors for a lot of different diseases. Most humans who get rabies get them from bats, according to my research. They also are a vector for uh, the respiratory ailment known as SARS, which I would think could, would concern you as a, repertor- a respiratory therapist in training. You don't want to have to trake yourself, do you?
3: No, I think it'd concern anybody with lungs.
1: So why so. Do you, so, so why do you want to live with these bats? I
3: don't necessarily want to. We've looked into getting them done and the areas around here say they don't do that. The people we've contacted. I just want to throw some poison up in the attics and I've been uh, vetoed. I'm
1: I'm perfectly confident that you are willing and eager to take matters into your own hands with poison and cudgels. But is there really pragmatic? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sure you would trake all these bats to death in one night if you had if you were given leave to but if you uh but there's no professional exterminator that you've researched that will take not care yet. of all these bats? Not in sure the
2: price range.
1: Oh, okay. That's a different story. Noah, what's what's the what's your take on this? Uh there are none very close.
2: There's some within maybe forty miles or so, but they're charging um more than we're willing to spend at this point, not having jobs.
1: Everyone knows you live in the scary bat house of Kansas. What's the town again? Paola. Paola, Paola yes. Kansas, like, pay, like, like pay, P-A-Y-O-L-A?
2: P-A-O-L-A. Oh,
1: Paola, okay. Uh, the, you know, you, you live in the creepy house, you live in the creepy bat house of Paola, Kansas. You're the two brothers who are fool enough to buy this place. No one's ever going to go uh, a bat wing's length near it. But if they're not giving an estimate, how do you know that it's a, out of your price range?
2: Uh, Well, they wouldn't look around to really pin it down, but they said just the bare minimum would be about $400 just for them to look around, and and that wasn't just kind of off the top of their head.
1: Right, and you guys are living in a fiberglass and drywall shack full of bats, so I'm just going to stipulate that $400 is more than you are able to pay for the peace of mind.
3: No, I'd pay that if that was, you know, for the job, not to just come and look.
1: What's the maximum amount you would pay to oh, get $600. the bats $600. Okay. Because at that point, they're going to be doing with fancy machines what you could just do with a dictionary, right, sir? Or poison. Or What kind of poison would you put up there?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like the those bombs they put, you know, when they put in when they tent a house. Uh-huh. I figure that should kill pretty much anything.
1: Right, but your house has completely porous walls. There's no way a bug bomb is going to work in there.
3: I don't well, know. I mean, you throw a couple of them in there, it should be all right.
1: So, Noah, your brother seems extremely eager to pump your house full of toxins and try to take care of this bat problem. Why is that not sufficient for you?
2: Uh, well, in addition to being a coward, I also would prefer not to harm animals, if at all possible.
0: What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: They're not, mean, they're good for the, you know, getting mosquitoes and everything else. They didn't ask for us to move in. I mean, they're not malicious in their intent. They're just confused and visiting where we'd prefer not to have them. So, what solution do you propose? Uh, if we could bat proof the house at some point where they could get out but not come back in. So, basically, just make them homeless but not dead.
1: Uh, uh, Noah, how are you, bat proof the house? How are you going to? So, there's a colony of bats clearly living. You have a basement? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You think that's where the bats are? Uh, They're
2: they have access through the attic, basement, and all over. They they run the house. It's
3: yeah. They're most likely in the chimney. That's from research. Seems to be where they go in older
1: houses. So you've done some research into bats.
3: Yes. It's not uncommon, apparently. Just uncommon to keep them there.
1: And so how how could you possibly without just as an as an alternative. As an okay bailiff jesse I think you have I think you have been bitten by a bat and you've now gotten laughing rabies.
0: It's just uncommon to keep them there, but I don't know <laughs> that there's n- bats in their house. that's
2: why I'd prefer they be just relocated but not slaughtered sure, and just for maybe the fact that I know with Adam's method of beating them with whatever seems to be handy uh that some of the diseases can be transmitted through saliva and blood, which he could easily be covered in. So I would, you
1: know, kind I, of prefer to purge them out. In my mind, I pictured him covered in saliva and blood right now. That was the mental picture <laughs> I haven't I seen
2: have. him lately. It's possible.
1: Uh, and how are you guys, what do you guys get, the public library? How are you reaching me via computer? You live in a room full of, uh, uh, a shack full of holes and bats. You have broadband up in there? Yes. Huh, yeah, I wonder what your priorities really are. So yeah. you want to get rid of the bats. What's the method that you're going to suggest? I said um, just waiting until they're out.
2: Uh, I've looked at sealing up holes and things, but giving them some kind of exit when they go out to feed at night and then sealing it up so they can't come back in.
3: Or a drum circle.
1: <sighs> okay. Uh, I don't know. That, that's, that seems like a, a, a more or less effective method if you seal up the holes in the bathroom, right? <laughs> and if you seal up all the other holes that the bats are coming through, which I would recommend you do anyway, right? And then you I guess wait, maybe you both climb onto the roof and wait until dark of night and watch all the bats fly out of the chimney and then seal up the chimney. Would they wouldn't that solve the problem, Adam?
3: No, because one, we don't have a count of them. Two, they're like mice; they can squeeze their body and get through lots of areas. It's not really feasible. I mean, without basically plastering the entire house over, you know, from the foundation up, it's not going to happen. It would go into many thousands of dollars rather than poison.
1: Well, just before before just to consider your hypothetical bat cost further. If you were to poison them all, Adam, wouldn't that mean your house would be packed full of bat corpses that would just rot there? Yeah. Well, does do you happen to know whether professional bat removal actually removes the carcasses of the bats?
3: I'm not sure. No, I don't know. Okay. I believe they do, but if we don't seal
2: up the house, then there's they're just going a new brood will come in at some point.
1: What do you mean? There's another gang of bats next door just waiting to move in once these guys are killed. Could be. I I haven't kept tabs on the bat population. So, let me just make sure I understand. Noah, you're saying you want to go through a house-sealing-up process and hope that the bats self-deport, basically, right?
2: To urge them along that way, but in the meantime, don't make it easy for them to come out of that bathroom area and surprise us.
1: How How would you accomplish that?
2: Um, keeping the lights on and keeping the door closed. If you see that one picture where I have um, cardboard blocking the top area so they can't squeeze
3: through.
1: You really know how to do it up nice, that's for sure. Or it could finish the ceiling. Yeah, You're like the the Renovation Brothers on HGTV. You know how I got some cardboard and I put that up? Here's what I see. Is it the Renovation Brothers, Jesse? What are those two weird Canadian dudes? One of them is a magician. I think, wait a minute. Property, bro- Property Brothers. You're
0: just describing Cirque du Soleil. Well, I know, it's true.
1: Property Brothers, two, two Canadian guys go around renovating houses, and one of them's a part-time uh, stage magician in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, you can tell he's the magician because he's got blonde highlights. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, they, and they go around describing their vision, and you're like those guys. They're like, let's just put up some cardboard. I see the cardboard here in the duct tape solution. Guys, I have yes. to ask you, what's your long-term plan for this house?
3: That's not representative of the rest of the house, but there was mold in there when we got it and it just hasn't the ceiling hasn't been put up. That's due to basically laziness and procrastination.
2: Yeah, m- most of the house is much nicer than that. That's just I think they're coming through there because that is the the open area.
1: Well, how much would it cost for you to finish this bathroom? Why don't you just finish this bathroom up good?
2: I'm not sure how much it would cost. We'd have to look into that. Not very
3: much. We have the ceiling materials.
1: So it's just through laziness and procrastination.
3: Pretty much.
2: Who's, In part. who's,
1: who's laziness and whose procrastination? Both. For it's both.
2: a
3: group effort.
1: <laughs> the two of you are fixing this up yourselves?
3: No. Obviously not. <laughs> My dad is going to help us with it. Neither of us is very handy. I've started on it, but if I do it, it'll just be it'll be done but it'll be ugly
1: okay uh i think i have everything i need to make my decision uh let me uh let me go into chambers jesse clear the chambers of snakes and bats i'll go in there
0: and i'll hide for a little while and then i'll come back please rise as judge john hodgman exits the courtroom noah can you sleep at night with the constant threat of bat attacks it's
2: difficult because they also come out right next to my bedroom here and I hear them in the walls of my bedroom. So it's a little scary. Have you thought about renting? I'd be, that would be more expensive. This is a very cheap. Our house payment's maybe $200 a month. So it's kind of a trade-off.
0: <laughs> Holy mackerel. So this is actually a cheaper solution than living in a car. Probably. If it was a halfway decent car, yes. Wow. Adam, are you really more lazy than you are afraid of being attacked by a bat while you're asleep? No, I'm less handy than I am anything. But, yeah,
3: it doesn't really bother me that much. It happens on occasion, and finishing the bathroom just fixes that one room. Like I said, they've come in through my room a couple times. They go up through other areas. Killing the bats the solution to that
0: wouldn't the bats just come wouldn't different bats just come if you killed the bats that were in the house?
3: That's Noah's theory,
0: I don't know <laughs> Adam I get the impression that there's not a lot that bothers you uh I guess not <laughs> when you say that you've lived in places that were worse I lived in a
3: basement that flooded on occasion because of a slumlord in college. So, yeah, this is better than being constantly sick due to mildew.
0: Fair enough. We'll see what Judge John Hodgman has to say. Before we get to the verdict, I'm going to head over to the chambers so that the judge and I can uh, briefly discuss the Max Fund Drive. You're listening to Judge John Hodgman. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. Of course, the Judge John Hodgman podcast always brought to you by you the members of MaximumFun.org. Thanks to everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join, and you can join them by going to MaximumFun.org slash join.
1: The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babel. Okay, it's 2020 Twenty twenty 24, twenty four. 2020 Oh, if hindsight were 2020... I I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made. Step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting auraframes.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A U R A frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re enters the courtroom. Guys, you got to do something about these bats. <laughs> <laughs> They're inside your house.
1: I lived for a, for a period of time in a house that was infested with uh, mice, which are very similar to bats except less creepy. And uh and it, it, I can understand how even good intention people can come to live as animals as <laughs> the presence of an invasive species seems more and more uh, intractable and normal and such that you do not pause uh, when you open your silverware drawer to find it uh, full of rolling mouse feces. Nor do you pause to continue to invite friends over for weekends in the country and serve them food from silverware that has touched mouse feces. This is a terrible, terrible uh, uh, animalistic spiral that the two uh, species are going through together. You are being dragged down to uh, uh, Winchester Mystery House-style craziness by these bats. And I don't think the bats are enjoying it very much either. <laughs> two of you have to end this codependent relationship as soon as possible, and you need to begin... Living again, like humans, in many ways, the problem is not that you're living with bats. The most interesting problem is that you're living with each other.
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would agree,
1: yeah it's, you guys have very different different worldviews, and I'm trying to put my put my finger on exactly what pop cultural reference I can make, but there may not be one. You're certainly not Arabia's the same
2: infested odd couple.
1: Yeah, well, all right, there you go. See, this is what I'm saying. Rabies infested odd couple. That's better than anything I could have come up with. Who's that? Noah. All right, Noah. You, you but, seem to be the one with your finger on the pulse of entertainment. Here's what you're going to do. Yes, I, I have no life. Yes, I agree. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to call up, I don't care who it is, TLC, Discovery, <laughs> History Channel. There's got to be a historical. Is there any history to this house? I haven't researched. It's old enough to Wait, be, let, but
2: we're in an area that it's probably just very sad.
1: Let me let me put, let me put it this way: Is there anything in the house that you could potentially sell at a pawn shop? No, if there's anything at that point, then
2: uh, it was taken whenever we moved in.
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to help you here.
2: Yes, understand.
1: Just say yeah. I suppose there's something.
2: Sure, there's got to be something. Great, then it's These for the History farmers. Channels,
1: HGTV. You call them up, you explain to them, it's like rabies-infested odd couple. We're the Bat Brothers. We live in a crazy foreclosed home full of bats, and every now and then they come out and frighten us. And one of us screams like a baby, and the other one smashes it with an OED. Come down and film this. Just give us enough money to take care of the bats. Because here's the thing, there is a big part of me that really wants to tell Adam go for it bug bomb those bats out of existence uh, because I think it would be amusing to him <laughs> yeah and uh, and uh, and and would go a long way to getting rid of the problem but I don't think a solution to this problem involves adding on to this house that is plugged up with cardboard and fiberglass uh, uh, the problem of walls and basements full of Bat corpses slowly decaying. I don't think that's going to be a good solution, but you really do need to get rid of the bats because you know. I don't. I don't mean to be alarmist. There are those who believe that bats come into your house. It's a superstition. Uh, that 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 is an omen of your death. I do not believe in that, but I, it is the case that bats are vectors for a lot of different diseases. Bat bites can can be very subtle, and you might not detect them until. Uh, it's too late to be properly vaccinated against rabies. It's a big deal. This is not a way that you want to live your life. Um, so I order you, and I order everyone in the audience, to contact everyone you know at every cable channel and encourage them to contact the Bat Brothers via me to do an episode of some TV show or maybe even a series The Deadliest Bats. <laughs> And allow that to, uh, to 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 subsidize the bat removal that these guys aren't willing to pay for. And if that does not come to fruition, I am telling you guys, put a bat jar aside, and every time your brother kills something, or every time your other brother screams, put five dollars in there, and raise the money to get some professional. Bat removal experts down there and get rid of it. Or else you don't deserve to live in a ramshackle (laughs) shack. This is the sound of a gavel. Wee wee, wee. Judge John Hodgman rules that
0: is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Noah, Adam, you're living in nightmarish squalor. (laughs) But at least you have the comfort of a firm decision, right? Yes, it's
2: more cut and dried than many of that I've heard from this podcast.
0: Noah, has Adam ever not grumbled about anything? Like, if I told Adam I was getting him Maserati for his birthday, would he grumble about that?
2: Um, You heard that he likes to beat things with blunt objects, and I live in the same house. What would you answer?
0: Well, Noah Adam, I, I hope we've helped a little bit. Thank you very much for joining us on the Judge John Hoshman podcast. Yeah, Thank it's you,
3: Maserati coming. <laughs> put that in with the TLC or whatever deal.
1: And uh and with all due respect, Jesse, yeah. The next time you have another child or you have to go to Europe to put on some ties and special socks or whatever it is you do that takes you away from this podcast from time to time i would like to recruit adam as a new
0: guest bailiff in the future <laughs> i think adam is much better equipped to be the bailiff than i am yeah thank you good luck better with guys. the bats take care so that
1: was our classic episode but i would i would dare say jesse thorne that you as a vintage enthusiast we might call it a vintage episode <laughs> A flea market episode of Judge John
0: Hodgman, if you will. Uh, All Judge John Hodgman episodes are flea market episodes, let's be honest.
1: That's true. When when, when it comes down to it, you know, I kind of wish that this were true, that it was just you and me and a ratty card table in the middle of a
0: parking lot selling podcasts on a Sunday (laughs) afternoon. John, flea market episode may be too generous. Swap meat episode. (laughs) We are selling tube socks at the drive-in movie theater.
1: Oh, but if you want to catch up with what the Bat Brothers were doing at least in 2013, go to our show page at MaximumFun.org. There's a follow-up interview from a year later. And if you want to know at least what Noah Bat Brother is up to these days, you can join me in following him on Instagram. He's Noah K. Sturdivant. N-O-A-H-K-S-T-U-R-D-E-V-A-N-T. The brothers no longer live together. Noah has traveled the world, has a child. Uh, and they're all doing fine, and the and the bats in that house are free to live. Uh,
0: <laughs> they actually ended up selling the house to the bats.
1: That's right, the bats, and you know what? The bats flipped it. The
0: bats <laughs> totally put in some of that horizontal fencing.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got uh, they they put uh, subway tile on the kitchen walls, broke it out into an open living space, and they flipped it for a lot of bat money. Luckily. None of the bats were Dracula's. I looked into it, Jesse. None of the bats were
0: Dracula's. Thank goodness.
1: However you're feeling out there in the world about the world, I hope you enjoyed this vintage episode of Judge John Hodgman, Jesse Thorne, my bailiff and yours. And I shall return next week with a brand new episode of Judge John Hodgman. Until then, please take good care.
0: Our producer is the ever capable Jennifer Marmer. Back then, it was the great Julia Smith... You can find us, of course, on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, and you can submit your cases at maximumfund.org slash JJHO. We do not accept cases against uh, uh, elected officials. Unless the elected official is down. I mean, if the elected official is into it, uh, we might. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, you, look at this. Here's Noah posted it, uh, a photo from 2019. Look what I found in a used bookstore in Bangkok on his 40th birthday. A copy of the Aries My Expertise. This, if, if nothing else, this episode reminds us that time is a thing. It does pass and things do change.
0: And we'll talk to you next week on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.